Welcome to the Thinklings Podcast, a conversation where good thoughts help renew the mind with the Word of God. I'm Charlie Carter, and I'm here with Tim Little and Andy Stearns. Let's jump into the conversation. Welcome to the Thinklings Podcast. If everything goes accordingly, our first podcast of 2024. Happy New Year. Hey, Happy New Year. Rosh Hashanah. It's, you know, not one of my favorite holidays. Number one, holiday, Christmas. Number two, Easter. Three, Booksing Day. Oh, yes. Um, and then everything else is tied for fourth. Is this coming out on the second? Um, yes. Yeah. So that means yesterday, because we're recording this ahead of time, I would have mm-hmm. watched the Iowa game and the Michigan game in the same oh, day. Oh, boy. We'll see how that goes. I'll be- tell the future who's going to win. Not Iowa. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Brian Ferentz is gone. So. No, he's coaching the bowl game. <laughs> oh, he is? Okay. And is Kirk, you think Kirk's going to retire? No. <laughs> okay, good. Good. This is two episodes in a row we've talked about sports ball games. Oh, sorry, everybody. I'm still lost. It's my fault. I, I come back and sports ball appears. Which I don't sports. think we ever talked about sports. We don't before. call it sports ball. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. Okay. So here's what's in this episode. I love this. We are going to do, we're going to pay homage to the thing we normally do, but we're going to have a New Year's Eve theme to the episode that we'll explain in a moment. But before we do that, Tim, what do we always do? Books and business. Yes. And if you haven't listened yet, uh, in our previous podcast for Booksing Day, uh, which was last week, happy December 26th, we listed a whole bunch of books. So many books so many books that are covering so many things and so we're going to uh rest on our laurels from last week and not mention (laughs) any more books and just say you should go back and listen to that one if you haven't or what most of you probably did you probably listened the first like 12 minutes of it go listen to the other hour we're gonna do a new year's resolution themed episode much like we did last year but different Last year, we talked about New Year's motivations, and we shared our thoughts and some verses on that topic. That'd be a great episode to go back and listen to. And what we're going to do in this episode is we are going to, in uh, the sense of the verse that Tim is going to share, uh, why don't you go ahead and read it? Uh, Proverbs sixteen nine: a man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Yeah, so we're going to talk about our academic and spiritual and uh, etc plans for the year we understand the sovereignty of god and those things may or may not actually come to fruition but we're just gonna kind of go around the circle and talk about our plans for the year and it kind of fits into you know we like to read and write and talk about it so we're talking about our reading and writing etc plans So I'm going to start just with like some of my academic plans. I have a few writing projects that I've agreed to, so I've got to fulfill those projects now. Um, But I agreed to write a frontline article. Uh, Several of the faith faculty are writing frontline articles on the future of Israel. Uh, Do you have one of those, Carter? I tentatively accepted and then decided not to, so I backed out of it. Mm -hmm. But it was like a day after I'd emailed, so... It was a pretty soft release of the responsibility. Sure. Not this time around. So um, I wrote that. I wrote my article already uh, during Thanksgiving break. So 
Uh, that one I think is pretty much done, but I'll be brushing that up and sending it off. I think it's due literally January 2nd. I think that's the due date for it. And then uh, I've agreed to write a Song of Songs for Singles Horizon article. So regular Baptist Press has uh, these adult papers that they hand out to, I don't know, regular attendees. So uh, they asked if I would write one on uh, Song of Songs for Singles. And so I can't remember what the details are with it, but that's supposed to release in August. And I think my due date's like the end of February. And then um, there's a devotional that we've talked about. I think I talked about it on the podcast. There's a daily Greek devotional. Dr. Doug Brown, Dr. Paul Hartog, they wrote articles for this daily Greek devotional published by Northeastern Baptist Press. And uh, they're making a Hebrew one. It's not going to be published by Northeastern Baptist Press. It'll be a different publisher. Uh, but I was asked to write 12 devotionals f- from First Kings. Oh, that's awesome. So I have 12 passages that I've selected. <clears throat> I literally went to ChatGPT and was like, so what would be 12 passages that would be really important in First Kings? I can't believe you said that. What? For shame. AI? Uh-huh. You're dead to me. Why not give me some ideas? And so then I built off of those ideas and I came up with 1 Kings 3, 9, 3, 28. Anyway, I've got 12 different we'll put an passages. asterisk in the title of the book so everybody knows. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I didn't take all of the ones that they had. I'm never asking Skynet for advice, ever. I will, and I have on multiple occasions. In fact, I have a subscription Who's right now. Who's getting terminated first? <laughs> that guy right over there. They know. Sign me up. <laughs> the future man. he won't be back <laughs> embrace it that's that is a really cool project yeah that's yeah. awesome man i'm excited about that yeah thanks so those are like three of my writing projects uh that i am anticipating do you want me to keep going or do you want to j- jump in a little bit let's with some of Andy, yours? what do you think do you think it's better to categorize or to just like we're just gonna dump our list categorize away categorize away okay yeah. so i can talk about things i'm gonna write or try to write this year. So I'm really close, really close as of recording to having a much better manuscript of the 12 questions book. And then along with that, I have a pastor friend out in Washington who was also a previous professor friend, which would be uh, Dr. Pastor Keck. I was just going to say, like, have you been kecking that around with someone yeah. talking about it? But and it's the best uh, I could get. <laughs> a fun, just a fun, so connecting the dots of, you know, where we used to work. So his wife, Laura, was in student life at Faith when I was still in student life at Faith. And so we had some overlap there in our discipling efforts. And that's what connected uh, Dr. Keck and I. And so I'm trying to put together a guide to go with that book, with the manuscript, that could be useful as he's seeking to disciple his church. And, uh, and so that has obviously, you know, <laughs> sidetracked me from the finishing of the manuscript itself. But I think it is going to be really helpful. And uh, so that's, that's the number one project is to get that manuscript finished and then uh, re-edited and re-edited, you know, however many times is necessary. Um, so that actually connects to one of my goals for this year. Which is? Well, my publication of any book is kind of a pretty significant endeavor. And your book needs done. Yes. And so one of my uh, goals concur. for this year 
is to um, try to bring that to a reality. So I figured I'd just throw that in right now since our one of our goals actually overlap. Yeah, that, and just so everybody knows, Tim has been super helpful up to this point from getting me ready for the next steps. Andy and Tim both have already been a huge help in helping craft and hone those ideas over the years. And uh, you've heard that, you know, live in previous podcast episodes. And so, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, as a team, uh, checking that one off and then moving to the next ones, which uh, I don't know which iron is going to be pulled out of the fire first. Uh, a, a, a while back, I sort of have this um, pull or a, a gentle yank to thinking about friendship. And uh, so I, I purchased some books that are about, you know, friendship in the classical world and want to kind of do a deep dive into some of the philosophers and some Ooh. of the, obviously, scripture on like, what is friendship? Why is it important? Dude. I'm not really sure. Yes. Do this. Yeah. That's the iron to pull, man. I mean I'm, it. I'm not Ooh. sure exactly what form that's going to take because I, I, well, I do know at this point, I don't want to do another like 12 chapter quarterly type of an idea like the, the current book. I think it would be a really good book that would be in a year or two. So whatever you ha are thinking right now, plan like projecting well, a book. So, so kind of my thoughts on it is, I mean, the formation of the discipleship book is years of reading, conversing, ministering, all of that. And so this is a new topic. So, you know, I just kind of want to get the, get the seeds, sure. you know, planted, you know, and so maybe start kind of organizing thoughts. Um, in no way is it like a new, like, you know, it'll be years down the road. Um, and then uh, with that, there's another kind of more serious book there that would be in collaboration with some other friends. Oh yeah. And, uh, and so don't want to mention anything about that yet, but be a, kind of in the more discipling route again, but different flavor. And so uh, that would be something that as soon as the opportunity called, I would probably drop everything to do that one. But, uh, we're just on a TBD there. I have a couple fun ideas that I would like to do as well. You've heard excerpts of some of the fiction writings uh, way, way long ago on this podcast, but there's a, a young adult fiction and a children's fiction that I've worked on off and on. And they kind of just become like, you know, 15 minutes at a coffee shop. Let's think about that character. But I would like to return to either one of those worlds at some point, which you, none of you really know about, but anyway, those are there. But though, obviously number one is, you know, book, the, the, the you, discipleship you, book. You're close. You got to get that done. Yep. So that would be the, the writing goals. Mm -hmm. Um, academically, uh, we were just talking, Dr. Dan was here earlier. I did pause the doctor of ministry with the job, uh, career switch in May. And so, uh, I am hoping in 2024 to resume that at some point. So, uh, moving into more, you have go. Yeah. So what's the, are we talking about what we're writing? What we want to do? He for said academic and then I kind of went writing. Okay. Slash I just academic. didn't know where the question was. I have more academic stuff in. too, okay. but it's fly. No, I, I think, um, spread your wings and fly. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird coming <laughs> off, 
coming off of last year being so intense from like January one on, and now thinking about what's going to the next year going to look like all of the things that I probably would have thought about last year. I can't really, so like writing books and all that. Right. So I do think it would be good to write though. I have found that the blogging platform has been good for me. It's not exactly academic or huge or anything like that. So I think I would probably keep trying to write. What I have found is that writing, as we know, is thinking. And that's been a benefit. Um, and I have book ideas. I just, man, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be a year of transition for me. Mm -hmm. So I think probably my academic goals are going to truncate. That's what I would say. Yeah. Probably going to like, this you, is going to be a season, you know, like seasons of life. This is going to be a non-academic season for me, I think. Right. I mean, But I think that's okay. Your stewardship's just a little bit different than yes. God's given yep. you. Yeah. And it's funny too. I would say reflecting, you know, where do I think I'm going in the future? What do I think God wants? He's kind of pigeonholing me into a different topic. Yeah. So I do want to read books on suffering this year and maybe, maybe begin to do some work in that area. I have some ideas, but I think it's going to be slower for me. So I'll be excited to watch you guys pump out the literature. So. I have a lot that I'm planning to write this year. Good. Those three were just good. You know, to quote Jocko, <laughs> good. So, um, <laughs> I have two articles I've written the last two summers: uh, the meaning of desire in Genesis three sixteen four seven and Song seven ten. I need to get that published. So my uh, one of my goals is to at least I need to get it sent into another journal. It'll get published eventually, but. Um, then my article that I wrote last summer, uh, The Relative Insignificance of Sex, uh, I'm thinking of making the subtitle of this one, Kicking Freud Out of the Church. That is a gr that's a beautiful title. Yeah. That right there, you got to do that. Yeah. That would be perfect. It's very spicy. Yeah. And uh, so that article I wrote last, just this last summer, summer 2023, so I need to make some changes to it and submit it to some journals to uh, seek publication. And then I want to write... I want to actually present at ETS this year. So I've attended the Evangelical Theological Society the last two years, and uh, it's time for me to, I, need, I really need to present. I've been given some guidance on how to write an abstract and then to be able to present. So I'm going to submit a couple of different ideas. And some of the papers that I'm considering writing this summer, which I don't know if you've realized this, for me personally, writing during the summer is the time to, to really get academic writing done. So uh, three of the ideas I'm playing around with, they're all kind of connected to the Song of Songs, but characterization in the Song of Songs, this gets into how do you interpret the Song of Songs. I kind of assume a, a view in Song of Songs for singles. I don't argue for it. I just kind of am like, this is what's going on. And, you know, you might be like, well, I've heard other views. And that's because there are other views. And there's actually a lot of them. And uh, I believe that the way that I'm interpreting the song with the different characters, there's the Solomonic guy, and then there's the um, the I ideal male lover, and then there's the harem girl, queen girl, and then there's the uh, ideal uh, female lover. That I that characterization view. Uh, th there are several who believe it. I'm not by my, on my own, but to develop that in a journal article is uh, one of my paper ideas I'm pursuing, considering writing this summer. Or Edenic Intimacy, God's Design for Intimacy. <clears throat> so developing basically Song 7, 11 through 8, 4, 
in a paper, and then Feminine Cities and Conquering Kings, an Old Testament sexual metaphor. So uh, what's up with the cities and these kings and developing that from like an Old Testament theological perspective? So those are like three other things that I'm looking to work on and to write on this uh, this year. Yeah, so I don't really have any other writing goals, which by the way, Tim, what we were, you know, doing on our own over here was we were crafting a title for you. Ooh. Freed from Freud, the relative insignificance of sex. Oh, I like See, it. I actually, I like the flip, but uh-huh. I think kicking Freud out of the church is spicier. It is. Freed from Freud is good. Yeah. But I think kicking Freud, maybe, either one, but I think maybe kicking. Maybe freed from Freud would be like a book. chapter title or yeah. something. But yeah, kicking kicking Freud out of the church has a nice tone to it as and then, well. Yeah, so I, I literally wrote that down on kicking Freud out of the church, the relative insignificance of sex. Yeah, flipping flipping yeah. the Freud part to the Cause it like that captures, I mean, it, yeah, you, it's got you, a little bit more of a edge to it. That thing would be like quoted in all kinds of books Man. and journal articles. This is just, this would is just an article. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, anyway, kind of, that would, that'd be spicy. Just, I want to talk to our listeners a little bit. This is the benefit of a thinklings group. <laughs> yes, it is yep. like monumentally. Yeah. You know, we make each other better and I love it. That's great. I'm going to think about that and we'll probably talk about it some more. Hey, in that chapter that I had in that book last year, yeah, like your one resource you tossed at me yeah. after I had you edit it, that was like super helpful. Yeah. So like listener, the, uh, I would say very few, I would, I would guess very few really good written works are solely the creation of one author. I yep. would assume there's often input, which is why there's acknowledgements so many times. Exactly. Yeah. And that's where like, go back to <clears throat> some of those certain quotes of like the associations mm-hmm. of an intellectual yeah. and how finding the right group and even when you're not thinking you're doing intellectual things trying to mm-hmm. use those interactions with other people wisely yeah Ooh, man good stuff so yeah I, I would say uh academically i don't really have anything else there uh is an is a bigger subcategory i i have i uh what's the word i'm looking for all the things start with the same letter alliteration alliterate i have <laughs> Not to be confused with illiteracy. I have almost some alliteration going on, <laughs> on my list too. Almost. You guys are horrendous. So, um, so <laughs> I would put the academic work, and this has really been helpful for me, because um, sometimes academic work can be very self-centered, and yep. I'm a very selfish person. So, trying to how do I subcategorize that? I'm going to put that under my M, that is minister. And thinking about writing mm. as a ministry yeah. to other people. That's good. And it is beneficial to me, but th- why is it important to complete that book? Why is it important to read that book? Why is it important to help others do those things? It's it's to minister to other people. And if honestly, if there's one people that pick up that book and are helped by it, that's a win. Mm-hmm. That's a win. If there's mm-hmm. one person that honors the Lord and trusts the Lord and grows as a result of your work, that is worth it. And so it's all under the category of minister. So those mm-hmm. book ideas are there, but then there's a lot of other things under that M of minister. And so uh, I want to keep meeting with uh, guys in my church. Oh, that's good. And right now there's a handful and I've tried to do some discerning of what is the cap on it? Because one of the things you'll learn in discipleship is that you cannot meet with them all. Right. You can't. 
you have limitations, I have limitations, and uh, I'm in a unique position right now where I don't have some of the responsibilities of others, where I don't have a wife and children that I'm responsible to disciple. So there should be a vacuum there that is assumed in ministering to people in my church. And uh, not just, you know, guys a few years younger than me, you know, but everyone. Like, how can I help everyone in our church, but want to continue to minister within the church? And uh, so uh, there's there's guys that I'm already had fun and fellowship with, want to just continue that. And that's a goal uh, for the year. I'm not sure what that looks like, but probably picking a book or two and, and reading together and talking, you know, once a week or every other week or something like what we're doing, just take the microphones out of it. So. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, that's um, connected to a couple that I had, actually. One of my uh, things for this year is to steward my children's gifts. Like, I have a responsibility to guide and direct my, not just my, you know, spiritually, like what you're talking about at church, administering to the guys. Yeah. But I have a responsibility to steward my wife's gifts and my children's gifts that they would grow in their relationship with God. So that's just kind of a dovetail on what you're talking about. Uh, for me, I do have that responsibility. And so I put that on my list and that I, I have to steward that. And for family, we also want to do some more Bible studies. So we will often do home Bible studies in our house. And uh, we have one we're planning to do in January. And... Um, just in our community, but um, we'll see. Those those kind of come and go, but uh, we haven't had home Bible studies much in 2023. Uh, just kind of a busier year and a little different makeup. So those are some family ones. Well, Charlie, you mentioned alliteration. I don't have a fully alliterated list, but I think I'll just, I got two verses that I think are going to be anchor verses for me this year, and then I'll just give you my alliterated list. Um, I think this year might, if I'm like, what do I need to do? I think I'm going to have to grieve. So that's actually been going on for a long time. I'm going to have to grow. I need to learn to live as a widower. That's like a totally new role. It was weird. I have all kinds of productivity sh sheets on, on my computer and I'll list out my roles, which declare my responsibilities. And it was really weird to take husband off that list. Yeah. Very weird. To think that that like that's been such a central part of my identity for more than half my life. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm gonna have to learn to do that. And then the last one is writing, which I was gonna say grapho, which is the Greek word we talked about off air. So, but I do think like I'm gonna have to give some attention to leading. So you're just talking about your family. Like I've got to learn to lead my kids through this dark valley. Yep. And then whether I want to or not, as a teacher, like people are gonna be watching me this year. So. I think this year is going to look weird uh, or different. So I was thinking like, I've got to grieve. And that's been going on since about listeners. If you don't know, like we knew Rob was going to die in May and it hit pretty hard, pretty quickly. Um, so it's been a long time. I think I'm doing better, but I think that's probably going to trail on for a while. Um, so I was trying to think like, what are two verses this? Cause I don't think I can really make goals. Does that make sense? Like you guys are making goals. Yeah, you know, you can't. And I think I'm in a situation where like mine are like super, I got to figure out schooling with the kids. Mm -hmm. I got to figure out how to like juggle things. I got to figure out how to be like both parents at the same time, even though I'm not technically that way. So I think if I were to say like, what are my goals? I think it would be to follow the following two verses 
and see where the Lord takes it. It's like a maybe transition. So this is like an, not a deep, this is like a very common verse, but Proverbs three, five and six, I think are going to look different for me this year. Mm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. I really think that's what I got to do this year. I've just got to, I've got to trust in the Lord and it's going to, it's going to be weird. Cause I think I'm a planner. Like I'm a, I've got all kinds of productivity books. I've got like spreadsheets and checklists and, like, I don't even know how to make all that stuff this year. I know it'll come, but it's just something that's totally foreign. And so at the same time, <clears throat> I feel like, listener, I've been prepared for this moment because of my buddies at the table. Hmm. It's like, Dr. Little, you have talked lots about not being able to know things. You just can't know things. And we want to know things as people. And so I think the trusting part is going to be key this year for me. I've got to, like, I'm not going to know the future. I'm not going to know what transitions are taking place. I'm not going to know how it's going to look last year. I was trying to listen to our episode from last year and see what I said last year. And I would have known something that was up because I was pretty nervous. Robin's, you know, tumor was pretty big at that point, but you just don't know what's coming. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big verse. And then I really think like Job 121, the Lord gives, the Lord takes, blessed be the name of the Lord. This is probably going to be a year where he's going to give me things and he's going to take more things. Mm. And I, I have to be ready to say he is blessed no matter what. Yeah. So it's, it's an interesting, like, I think the goals I'm making are going to be more like your walk with, I don't know, your, your day to day walk with God kind of goals, but listener, like some of you are in probably the same spot. Yeah. Like you're not, you're not building up these ministries and, and that's okay. So I would just say, tie yourself to some scripture and take the next step and then get yourself a thinklings group to lean on Yeah, because they're really handy in a time like this. They're really handy. It's nice to have a pocket Tim and a pocket Charlie when you need them. It really is. So I would say like, I think that's all I've got for this year like yeah. to grieve, to grow, leading to right. Yeah, you. <laughs> We're pointing at each other, which you can't hear on the podcast. <laughs> so connecting to that, I know a lot of mine have to do with writing because I think that's actually a stewardship that God's placed me in. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um, if it's like, wow, you're just writing this, the writing that, whatever else, I do want to be involved in discipleship. I do meet with guys on a regular basis and all of that. And I'd want to continue that, discipling my children. But I think that God's God's stewardship for me is I need to be diligent to write and communicate biblical truth. So I need to write another book. And these guys have been on my case connecting to what even Andy was just talking about, about what you know and what you don't know. uh, And the uh, genuine Christianity, what genuine Christianity uh, really is. So uh, we've tossed around some ideas and I have a rough outline of a book called Fearless Roadmap to Genuine Christianity. Mm, yes. Um, so that would... Yeah, baby. I, I, I want to write other books, for example, on teaching your children, teaching the Song of Songs to your children. You know, like, I think that would be an important title. But as these guys have even admo- admonished me, just if I continue just write in the vein of the Song of Songs, then basically I'm not going to be... I'm not. It's all I'm going to be known for. It's like, oh, he's just the Song of Songs guy, and uh, and so I don't want that to really be the the case. And really, the foundation to all my Song of Songs studies is my theology mm-hmm. of the fear yep. of the Lord. Yeah, 
Uh, so writing something along the lines of fearless, fearless roadmap to genuine Christianity, where I talk about the fear of the Lord. I talk about how you genuine Christianity is good, you know, mm. because you're laying your burdens upon uh, Jesus. Um, but at the same time, you have to count the cost. What does it mean to be a genuine Christian? Well, you have to be willing to lay your burdens uh, upon the Lord. So what does that mean? Well, it's connected to the idea of loving the Lord, of fearing the Lord, of suffering for the Lord, uh, which I think is an important part of genuine Christianity that we diminish because we want people to believe, but what do we don't want to tell them? Well, you're gonna, this is going to hurt. Yeah, this is going to hurt. That's not going to yeah. sell too well. Nope. But then are we being true yes. to the message yep. Yep. of what Christ, the Christian faith really is? Mm-hmm. So I want to kind of encapsulate, those are, those are the main ideas, loving the Lord, fearing the Lord, suffering for the Lord. And then a final uh, chapter. And these might split off into like two or three chapters each, and they may become themes within the book. But the final one would be the eschatological focus of reigning with the Lord and how Abraham, his focus wasn't on this world, it's on the next one. And so that gives the Christian the hope. Just to add one thing for the listener's Go sake, Tim. So listeners, we, we've talked on this podcast so much about the song. And we, I want to make sure it's, it's not that we were tired of it. What we see in our private conversations with Tim is how good he is in so many other areas. And so that's why we were encouraging him, like, you should write something also in another area. Because really that would broaden you in a good way to help other people. So mm-hmm. Tim, Tim's got many hidden talents. Uh, that you don't all know about that we do. And so our job is to be like Lewis to Tolkien and be like, hey, you should write this. Hey, you should write this. He's a multi-faced diamond. (laughs) (laughs) And we just got to keep turning him, which sometimes requires him to say horrendous, but. (laughs) Uh, Do you have, do you have more writing in that zone? Uh, Cause I'm going to, I'm going to steer a completely different uh, direction from that zone. If you want to keep going there. So um, pay attention to the faith pulpit. Um, Dr. Doug, and I have been talking about the faith pulpit and and trying to write more through the faith pulpit what and then the, distribute it better. What is the way that our listeners would find that? They can go to faithpulpit.faith.edu or just go to faith.edu and it's under the resources tab. That might be the easier way to find it. Uh, there's not that much there. And uh, Dr. Doug wants to kind of revive that and he's talked to me a little bit about it. So we're exploring that's exploratory. Some of these things are exploratory, um, uh, but dovetailing faith pulpit articles into writing books. Dean Taylor's book, Pathway to Pastoral Ministry. I need to get that finished. The Fesher from Dr. Myron, that needs to get finished and out. Um, so those are some more of the writing things, and that's it for my writing stuff. I have some speaking arrangements, and that's it for me. Sure. So actually, let's let's go into that. So. This year is going to be a new year for Charlie. So going back probably um, at least a decade, if not a few more than that, I have routinely spoken at camps in the summer uh, and retreats in the falls and springs. I would fill pulpit quite frequently. And I've actually this year decided and you know, intentionally for the sake of some of these other goals and mainly 
completing the discipleship book and to minister in my church, I've decided not to accept any speaking arrangements for this year. Wow. And so this would be the first time, I, th- I think, since 2011 that I will not speak at a Bible camp. And uh, I'm going to try to be very careful about pulpit supply. And honestly, we'll probably only accept it if it was something that was necessary at my church. And, uh, and that, that's going to be a theme that comes up in some of the other decisions that I make mm-hmm. that you're going to hear about here. But sometimes you have to simplify and sometimes you have to prioritize. Uh, and it's better to do a couple of things really well than to do a lot of things not so well. And so uh, not that I think any of the speaking that I've done in the last couple of years hasn't been you know, great or what I would want, but just think that that's a good time to, you know, it's not permanent for sure, you know, but I'm, I'm not going to really do any speaking this year, which is abnormal for me. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. I respect that though. I do. Cause you all the way back to when you're a student, man, you're and it's very been, heavy in speaking. It's which been, is, it's yeah. really hard for me to say no. And I've actually had to learn how to say no. And, and that's, that's been a good sanctifier for me is how do you express gratitude to someone and lovingly say, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, and so, but ask me next year. <laughs> at, yeah. Tem- it's temporary, but that's, that's actually specific something I have been thinking quite a bit about. And that will be a 2024 addition by subtraction. Yeah, that's, that's cool. That's good. I'm, trying to steward that same thing and i just see it as a stewardship and i'm not sure how to even navigate it all right now i'm speaking at raccoon river uh this weekend the weekend of this uh that this podcast drops january 5th and 6th it'll be a uh, wisdom on relationships for singles it's a singles uh retreat and so if you're interested pay sign up show up that'd be great and then the following weekend, January 12th and 13th, I'm doing a marriage and singles conference at Harvest Fellowship in Shamba, Iowa. It's in Southwest Iowa. So I'm going to be in Western Iowa twice in two weekends in a row. Then I have a said talk on, at Faith on the, what was it, like the 16th or something like that uh, on the song. So I'm trying to steward that and I don't know what that looks like. So I'm bringing my wife alongside of that and and guiding and directing her in her stewardship of what she's learned and teaching it as well. Uh, That's another aspect of the conversation. So we'll see. We'll see how all that plays out. And, you know, a said talk. Yeah, you created that. (laughs) It's uh, it's supposed to be a TED talk sound. We, we were literally trying to come up with something like that. And I was like, why don't we just have something that's like a TED talk? And I was like, why don't we just change the T to an S? And obviously there was collaboration there. There were some other great employees and students at the time that helped fuel it. But yeah, that it's, it's fun to hear that that's still happening on our campus because we need things like that. Mm-hmm. You had me do a Song of Songs one, two years ago or something. I remember that. Yeah. I'll probably come to that if yeah. I can. Um, I don't get on campus as much as I would like. So uh, that's a great opportunity. I'm done. That's the full list? That's the full list. Well, I'll give you my full list then. 
Drop it. So pretty much everything I've mentioned previously falls under the M of minister. So I've got three other M's that I'm going to share. And these really have nothing to do with writing and, you know, academic anything, but they're things that I really do feel that, you know, a great lead into your plans. I really feel like this is what God wants me to do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I, I think God has led this way. So number one is move. And so don't no. it's not so, far not far so i think i've just reached the point in my life where i would rather drive to work and be at home at church than be close to work and gotcha. drive to church yeah yep. and so it is I my plan to yeah. move to grimes uh this summer at some point i don't know if I'm a, i don't know if i'm gonna buy anything i don't know if i'm gonna rent something you know, maybe I'll just live in my pastor's basement for a few weeks. I have no idea. You're great. Um, Horrendous is Lance another word. Lance and Ryan, yep, yep. Mark, if you're listening to this and you've got a basement, that's, you know, that's what I'm looking for. Um, so I'm, I'm going to move to Grimes and uh, really just, just want to be around people in the community and try to make it as simple as possible. There's that key word again, as simple as possible to evangelize and disciple in that community. Hmm. And so, you know, I, I partake in our outreach ministry on Wednesday nights and you do meet people. And I've just had this nagging thought for a few years that it would be simpler mm-hmm. yeah. if I just lived across the road from these people and uh, instead of like, you know, 20 minutes away. And so, that's something I'm going to do. So we have minister, we have move, we have muscles. Yeah. yeah. Keep working out. Well, muscle with, mound. Yeah. That, that is the gym I attend. You could find, should find one in Grimes. Oh, well, I'm, I might have to. Should open one in Grimes. Ooh. Ooh. No. <laughs> <laughs> I had that on my list. I didn't mention it. I needed so to open a gym. Weight. It's no lose weight. <laughs> so for me, it's it's general. Oh, since since I changed job. Oh, okay, hold on. Go back to move. Go back to move. <laughs> I forgot great. to mention this. Under move is also my career currently, where I do work at a moving company, and so I do fully intend to keep working there and doing my best there. But anyway, I wanted to say that you know, not that Blue Cow is a sponsor, move. but you know. Charlie is you moving. Should, do you know anyone that that's good. planning a move in the Des Moines metro? Maybe you should call 515-444-8661. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, the next M, muscles, I, with that transition that happened this past year, of uh, for a time, there was quite a bit of collaboration both ways. So I was working at Blue Cow and at Faith. And then there was like kind of that overlap of time. It was just so hard. And I fell out of the habit of mm. lifting as regularly as I was. And it's like anything in life. You lose the momentum. Then you have the startup friction. So I really do want to get back into that. But again, being at the gym is is people. And, uh, and so that's one of the M's. And then the last M is Mary. And you could spell that with an E or with an A. Let's focus on the E. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, so you said so Mary, I was like, funny. did you know? Is what I was gonna yeah, say. So <laughs> to be Mary, like happy, uh, this is a big year for me. I'm turning 33. And if you're familiar with the lore of Middle Earth, that is the year 
that a hobbit boy becomes a hobbit man. 33. I am and so, so excited about this. Uh, I, I want to celebrate the 33 in style and uh, want to commemorate that with all of my friends this August. Um, but, uh, you know, that's just kind of silly. But uh, I think it's Have fun a to, good Ecclesiastes kind of time. Yeah. Where you enjoy course. the portions so which God's blessed you. This. Admittance on party business only and by <sighs> invitation. They will not be delivered by hand. So good. For any so for any Saxville Bagginses out there, I will not deliver them to you personally. So. Yeah, that's my list. So, uh, uh, minister, move muscles, Mary. Four M's. Mary with an E. So those are the list of the things that we're going to do this year. All right. Well, listener, we just want to end with a thought from God's word. And I think just with my life, I had a thought come to mind last year. I did not know what my year held. These two guys, they don't know what their year holds. We're making plans. God will direct our steps. And there was a time in life that was very hard. And a preacher in chapel got up and preached a sermon. And the application stuck with me. And so I think our years could go good. Our years could go bad. We don't know. Listener, you could have a good year. You could have a bad year. Ecclesiastes 7.14 says, In the day of prosperity, be joyful. And so, listener, Tim, Charlie, if God blesses us this year, it is our responsibility to be joyful. Amen. And, and I think the world seeing our joy when God blesses his people is a testimony to him. It's a glorifying him. And I think it's what he's designed us to do. And then the verse goes on. It says, and in the day of adversary, consider. And so when things go bad, we don't fret, though we will. We don't get anxious, though we will. But we stop and we consider. And what is it we consider? God has made the one as well as the other, so that man may not find out anything that will be after him. We are not omniscient. We cannot be omniscient. That is all-knowing. And so whatever comes this year, whatever plans you make that don't pan out or do, if God blesses you or if you walk a really hard path, remember, be joyful when God blesses you. But when he doesn't, consider this. God is Lord. God is sovereign. And what's happening is not an accident. We may not know why. You may not know why, but you trust and you take the next step. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Thinklings podcast. We would love to hear from you. If you have any feedback, suggestions, or potential topics that you'd like us to discuss, you can contact us through our email, thinklingspodcast at gmail.com. Remember, don't let this conversation end with this podcast. Read good books talk about them with your friends, and always continue to cultivate your mind. See you next time on the Thinklings Podcast. The Thinklings want to remind our listeners that the Thinklings Podcast is our personal production. Our conversations, book discussions, and viewpoints may not represent the views of Faith Baptist Bible College and Theological Seminary. Any questions or feedback should be directed to us at the Thinklings Podcast.